Hello and welcome to another episode of Making Connections, a podcast by the Flame University Writing Center. One of the positive features of our times is the strengthening of an ecological consciousness in communities. There's increasing awareness of our ties with the natural world and of how human health is bound up with ecological health. One sign of this is that the quality of air and water are finally becoming election issues on which people expect performance from the government. However, it's one thing to begin valuing these issues and another to value them rightly with a proper understanding of the actual costs involved. So with us today is Barun Kumar Thakur, Assistant Professor of Economics at Flame University. Dr. Barun has previously been at the Indian School of Business, the Madras School of Economics, and he's published extensively, especially in the area of environmental economics and the economics of water pollution. Barun, welcome to Making Connections. Thank you, Aditya. Yeah. So, to begin with, on the issue of the proper quantification of environmental costs, how important is this exercise? Basically, I do I do the area called non-market environmental valuations. What we do in that, since you know there is a typical property of water that we feel that water is a free good mm. and there is no market for water. But what happens, we are hypothetically creating the market and based on that we are valuing the market for water. When there is a tangible thing, it is easier to quantify that. Mm. The area which I do work, it is mostly on the human health. So what I do on that, contaminated water leads to various socio-economic problems, socio-economic issues mm. and therefore cost involved. Cost mm. involved for whom? Cost to the society, cost to the individual. And therefore, when there is a cost to individual, it directly and indirectly leads to the cost to the society. Mm. And therefore, the social welfare functions of the society mm. impedes. So that means that uh, to understand, say, water pollution, we also have to understand human life in different facets. Both and are interrelated. Both yeah. are interrelated, you know. Uh, typically, what happens with water pollution, you know, one dose of water is not going to... Yeah make your life vulnerable. So yeah. we're not going to take the cumulative doses of water over a long period, over a longer period, yeah. it leads to various diseases. For example, if there is a heavy metal in your drinking water and it starts with the primary effect, secondary effect and tertiary effect. Now what primary effect tells you? Primary effect tells you if suppose I work on arsenic mainly and if there is arsenic in your water, primary uh, effects of arsenic basically is starting with the skin diseases, mm. roughness of on palm or sole and all. And if it is getting untreated, mm. it leads to secondary disease, mm. which is keratosis, melanosis and all. And finally, if it is further getting untreated, it leads to gangrene. And you know, to be surprised, gangrene is, if it is untreated, it leads to various forms of cancer. Yeah. When talking about cost of illness, what we are doing, we talk about what the cost to the doctor's visit and all. But other than that, we are also trying to take or trying to talk about the opportunity cost. What yeah. opportunity cost means, suppose if I am a healthy human being and due to sickness, I am not able to use my leisure activity properly. Mm. I have all the facets to use my time to go to watch a movie, mm -hmm. go to play with my friends, but sickness is 
denying my rights to utilize my leisure activity and therefore the time spent on leisure activity is gone mm. could have been used for the healthy activity yeah. and therefore what happens when you are falling sick not only your productivity hampers mm. but your efficiency also get hampers and therefore there is a cost to individual now once your cost is to individual therefore it cost to society to the society yeah. and therefore to to it's very important to measure the social cost is higher or social benefit is higher mm. and therefore based on that government should make a plan mm. uh, to invest on that or not but of course these costs are not obvious in the case of uh, ecological pollution these costs are not obvious therefore you have to it's difficult to it's difficult to estimate the cost so obviously some some op- some are obvious and and, and some yes. are not yeah, yeah. so yeah. now just to come let's come to your um, your studies in bihar which are mm. the focus of our podcast today mm. you've been you've been looking at uh, two districts in mm. uh, two blocks in two districts mm. of bihar mm. which mm. are specially suffering from mm. arsenicosis mm-hmm. so can you just tell us what is arsenicosis so basically in arsenic literature arsenic arsenicosis is used for any arsenic induced diseases okay so the problem here is the presence of arsenic in groundwater presence of arsenic in groundwater by and large surface water is free from arsenic hmm. so let me give you a background of some arsenic issues in india yeah. and then i'll shift to the bihar so you know very interestingly at 10 years back i was reading a report by minister of environment forest and climate change it called state of environment policy policy in 2009 mm. and there i came to know seven states in india have arsenic in their drinking water and groundwater and since groundwater is the main source of drinking water in those areas and i was stuck and when i extract it further mm. uh, i found it was very interesting so in 2002 Two, mm. the first case of arsenic in bihar was reported from a village called semaria ojapatti which is from uh, the bhojpur district mm. and that is also one of the study area for my uh, research mm. uh, and by the time i designed my things in 2013 and did survey already 18 districts were highly affected by arsenic in their groundwater hmm. and trend is increasing probably by 5 uh, years down the line it might increase from 18 to maybe 2022 hmm. now why i choose two district you know it's so basically it was a primary basis study and there are certain limitations you can't go to the large samples yeah. so what we did we take certain strategies hmm. uh, how to choose our sampling so what we did we have taken data from all the 18 districts mm. based on concentration of arsenic mm. and then the frequency of arsenic concentration mm. of arsenic means there are the two agency we certified the arsenic one is bis bureau of indian standard which tells up to 50 ppb ppb stands for parts of billion is safe for drinking water mm. now who has a different story mm. who tells standard up to 10 parts per billion mm. and but since our larger population is suffering and therefore bis recommends 50 pp is safe for that mm. now what we did we requested the state government there is this agency called public health and department which take care of that and we we get data from government of bihar on 18 district mm. and based on the highest concentration and frequency of concentration we shortlisted 
two districts mm. and therefore one block which are the higher in terms of concentration of arsenic we choose as that. So from in this in these areas you took samples then and you tested yeah. them? Yeah, so basically you know uh, we want to do study on the individual and household behavior mm. and therefore that is the only way to estimate the cost. Mm. Now none of the data sets were available in public domain and with the government domain which talks about the household sources. Mm. So therefore we, we we design a questionnaire, we design our study in such a way so that we have to survey mm. since there were not much secondary source of data source were available and therefore we have to do a primary survey. So what we did, uh, we shortlisted finally based on the frequency of concentration and higher arsenic concentration four blocks, mm. sorry, uh, four gram panchayats from two blocks mm. and from these gram panchayats we take ten villages mm. uh, and what we did, we test the water samples to just confirm. Mm. Uh, initially we did pilot, why pilot? Because we want to do the estimation and then pilot is a very important, so we did twice pilot, we uh, test the water samples, we questionnaire the household head mm -hmm. and based on that we found some interesting studies. Once we got some interesting finding from our pilot then we extend, take some more questionnaire mm. and then we went to uh, full uh, field and we did roughly 3469 individual mm -hmm. comprises 388 household which were affected and 32 control household. Now how we define actual household and how we define control household. So control household were those household who do not have any effect on that and their source of drinking water is arsenic safe. Yeah. And it was not possible to survey the entire village. So we take 5% of the population from our samples and roughly we choose 3,469 people. What were the categories under which you were assessing costs? The costs of arsenicosis? So, so basically we have, as I told you, it is mostly a cost of illness study. Mm. So cost of illness, totally talking about your disease, mm. inpatient, outpatient, time spent on that, medicine cost. Mm. Opportunity your, cost. Uh, opportunity cost is the later part because or if, if, if a relative or friends has stayed with or, or you lost your work due to that, mm. all these things we have include, included in our study and based on a response from the respondent mm -hmm. we finally come with the cost. Yeah, so um, I mean there are some different dimensions of this problem which I think are quite interesting in your mm -hmm. research. One is that uh, the presence of arsenic in the water, mm -hmm. there are variations there. Mm -hmm. So is there some pattern to that? What, what I mean, on, uh, is it possible to predict that a particular source of groundwater will have arsenic or will not? So, you know, I'm not a geo-geologist, so I'm a geologist uh, might be in a position to give a better answer. Mm -hmm. But as, a, as for my understanding of arsenic is there, arsenic is a very peculiar, uh, basically arsenic is a human carcinogen. Mm -hmm. And human carcinogen means if it is consuming and it leads to health. Now when it comes to how arsenic enters into the groundwater, yeah. so most of the regions in India which is, arsenic is a natural sources. Mostly it's a geogenic by sources mm. and very few sources in India of arsenic sources are anthropogenic. So when anthropogenic means it is human induced activity. Yeah. By and large arsenic is a 
geogenic, geogenic which mm. is a natural source and it mm. presents in crust of the earth. Now, in Indian scenario, and our neighbor country Bangladesh, which is the worst sufferer of arsenic in the history of, uh, in the global scenario, mm. most of the arsenic rooted from Himalayas mm. and in the Ganga Brahmaputra uh, regions, and most of these regions are arsenic affected area. Mm. Mm. And it's really, really difficult to predict. Mm. So far, we have progressed a lot, a lot of study has been done, mm. but only few study is in a position to predict the arsenic model. We are also trying to uh, do some arsenic prediction model through uh, data, large data sets. Mm. Uh, let's see how we are going to success mm. in terms of predicting the arsenic uh, model. So among the samples that you collected, mm. what was the percentage which had uh, arsenic? So roughly 61% of the household are having more than 10 ppb of arsenic. If you're talking about BIS approach, mm. it is roughly 56% of the household is having more than 50. More than 50. So you can say 56% of the sample water were more than our Indian standard of safe level of arsenic concentration. But even among the, say, you know, if a particular household is using contaminated water, mm -hmm. arsenic contaminated mm -hmm. water, mm -hmm. are all groups equally affected? Is there a difference in the demographies which are affected? For, in, for instance, you know, are the poor more affected? Mm -hmm. uh, is, is education a factor in being able to defend against the, the impact? So for any disease to develop, it takes time, mm -hmm. you know. Arsenic is not an exception. Mm. So, as I told you in the initial level, it takes time. Mm. Over a period of time, you get arsenicosis. It's not a one dosage of your drinking water leads to arsenic, or one dosage of your vegetables leads to arsenic. So many years of consumption. It, 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 is, it is a cumulative uh, way. Mm. Uh, surprisingly, we found women's are the most sufferers hmm. than the other counterpart and this is the first kind of finding especially from India hmm. where it talks about women are suffering more due to arsenic concentration hmm. than the other. So what could be a reason for that? First thing is the dietary pattern. Other group is doing on the dietary pattern on arsenic so women are not diet conscious in the rural area. Hmm. First could be that. They are least bothered about their diet. Hmm. They always give preference to their male counterpart hmm. and then rest they consume. Second hmm. could be they are not mobile and probable reason is that they are taking more and more contaminated sources from, from the same source. Hmm. Uh, other than that, you know, medical science tells us women are less prone to arsenic compared to male and a lot of research has been okay. done mm. in Bangladesh and some part of West Bengal in India. Mm. But there's a very first interesting study which talks about women are suffering more. Mm. Uh, the region could be twofold only and then we are trying to do some more study to quantify it mm. uh, from the other samples uh, and then in, we'll be in a better position to tell you causally we can prove that mm. if this is exists for this sample it might be true hold for the other sample mm. also. Mm. There are other demographic groups also which you've looked at. Mm. For instance, um, is there a difference in arsenicosis among 
more well-off households and less well-off households? Certain poor households are more sufferers. I mean, and then we also found, found that because mm. when it comes to a uh, well household, they can mm. take the alternative activity, they can take the filtration, mm. they can do the mitigation, they can avert, then they can have better medical facilities. So certainly mm. poor groups are mm. more vulnerable than the well-off counterpart. What, what kind of defensive activities can you take? Defensive activities is you are going to a doctor, mm. you take the treatment, mm. you are taking the arsenic-free water. Mm. Uh, these two are the two defensive activities which is helping you a lot to reduce the what about exposure. Uh, the, what about purifying? Is that possible to purify the source that you are using by the user? No, it is difficult to do that. Mm. Why? Only, you know, arsenic is very typical uh, characteristics. Mm. We can't see it. It's colorless, odorless, mm. and only it can be verified by lab testing. Like iron, there are certain technology which we can use through natural methods and we can say that the iron is there, arsenic is very typical. Now, couple of government initiatives have been started mm. to remove the arsenic process, to mitigate the actions. Uh, but by and large, it has been not successful. Was education found to be a factor in vulnerability to the effects of arsenic at the education level very of the Very surprising, very surprising. We, we take in our sample head of the household and we were surprised to know that education won't have any uh, importance on changing the behavior. And the reason was that there was no alternative source available. If there is an alternative source of liberality, mm. then education certainly makes a difference. Because I, uh, the actual awareness of contamination is probably the best activity that one can take. Naturally, to, naturally. Yeah. If you are more educate, mm. so you know, there are two factors, education and your income. Okay. So mm. if you are well-off household, mm. you are well aware, mm. so education is an important factor. But the problem can be only solved if there is alternative source of drinking water. Hmm. Source is not there. Only source is groundwater, groundwater. through hand pump tube well. Okay. So government can do, government can provide water either through supply water hmm. or through the deep dug well or through the open dug well. Hmm. So initially open dug well was the source but over a period due to comfort and all hmm. people changed their water sources from surface water to groundwater hmm. and then now groundwater is a big source of arsenic. But interestingly, the depth in which household use drinking water mm. is roughly 45 to 150, 160 feet. And surprisingly, we tested 388 water samples to just know the correlation between depth and concentration. And we found that 45 to 160 feet is the most contaminated source of drinking water mm. and that is the source of drinking water so you can imagine those households somehow they're aware mm. they have dig their hand pump tube up to say 250 feet okay their household water source is safe mm. even of if the depth is more than 160 feet mm. 170 feet their water is having less than 10 ppv of arsenic mm. So we tried to do that and we found very interesting result of deeper the 
depth of the tube well laser is the arsenic concentration we 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 are trying to extract that study in a more level and then hope will come with some interesting results that's also interesting because that you actually don't want to be extracting from very deep right exactly. normally we don't want to over extract at a at a deep level but you're saying that's the water which is safe from arsenic yeah but that can lead to other problems that, that in, in, it, it's it's a you know problem is that drinking water is not a problem when it comes to disturb the water table mm. so when we are extracting it for other sources irrigation and all mm. that matters because drinking water hardly we use for 3 to 4% mm. roughly 80 to 85% water is used for irrigation mm. and that that deplete your water table so there could be two issues either you can divert your this all of the area affected areas on the bank of river of ganges mm. you purify the river water mm. make a mechanism and supply it to the okay so but before we come to what exactly can be done and whether there are other examples we can learn from i want to get a sense of the the numbers what is the scale of the cost the cost to society in the study that you've that you've done uh, we estimated cost to the society uh the cost of illness we are talking about cost of society is roughly 266 million rupees okay in and terms of the 5 million dollar for just two block so can you imagine yeah. if you are going to provide a safe source of drinking water mm. and we can save 5 million dollar annual by providing safe source of drinking in two water blocks. in two blocks can you imagine what could be the cost to the entire suppose there are 65 blocks which mm-hmm. is having contaminated and if we i mean we are still doing that so if you roughly estimate it will be going to be roughly more than 100 million dollar annual benefit to the society if we are going to provide them this safe source of drinking water to the entire state so that's the interesting thing right because i think people may understand that of course contaminated water has Uh, ill effects but to see the number to see the sheer scale of the problem is it then being taken seriously enough do you think like i think your work has been um, is done in support with the government right the government we get some support from public health in department we hmm. got some support from some of the institute who help us in hmm. getting accommodation and then it was funded by ministry of human and resource development was a part of my phd program hmm. but you know when it comes to public health in department their mechanism is bad they they don't have adequate data their transparency is they not maintaining transparency and all and that is the reason if they could have done all these things mm. this study might be more interested because i don't have to do all the mechanism like for testing the water sample then going to the medicine going to a medical practitioner because i am my background won't allow me to know the arsenic process problem mm. so i have to take the help of doctors i have to take the help of other thing so if the public health department and other government agency have done it mm. when the time i designed my study mm. it is this study could have been done in more in depth mm. if i could have got yeah the real support from them even so do you think that the government is starting to take research like this seriously government is doing government is serious about that hmm. government see from government side is not a problem but problem is how to implement it hmm. implementation is big deal government is pumping money like 
anything mm. but implementation at the grassroots level is difficult mm. but do they know what to pump the money into so that is what what are the best ways in which you can address the problem of arsenic contamination there are three issues uh, we have uh, one another work where we uh, develop that we are telling them to develop in a small scale water pipeline because there are lot of problem with the large scale water supply mm. so develop a community based water supply mm. you know small scale water supply to the inhabitants so that and give them property right mm. until unless you're not going to give them property right these functions are not going to use second issue make people aware mm. you know if government is spending a lot of money and lot of resources on awaiting people hmm. trust me 50% of the problem is going to solve automatically so you are saying people that, are aware yeah. but they don't know the negative consequences of the arsenic hmm. they when we go to field we told them this or this they are, they heard arsenic hmm. but what are the negative consequences hmm. is it leads to various kind of cancer hmm. if they are going to government is going to aware them with the various channels that will help them so awareness is at two levels one is is my water contaminated and people more or less people are aware mm. their water have some issue mm. now but what is the consequence of that what is the consequence of that mm. is another issue which people are not aware second thing is that government must identify the alternative sources mm. until and unless alternative sources of water is not available if household is willing to also use that mm. from where they if sources are not available so government has to identify the alternative sources mm. either through the groundwater or through the surface water mm. and do the small scale water supply either at the community level or either at the larger level because you know when you're talking about the large scale water supply it has some issues ifs and buts mm. so in in the rural area large scale water supply is not feasible mm. because so if government can do three things uh, first thing is that to make people more aware mm. first thing second thing is that once people will aware they have alternative means automatically mm. once they have alternative means then government should target what are the safe source of drinking water by amalgamating by collaborating the multi stakeholder multi research team mm. so that there could be the various dimension of that so therefore interdisciplinary is very important mm. and then government has to be serious on that so because if i understand you correctly for instance in your study itself around 40 plus percent of the sources of of the samples you tested were okay they didn't have yeah, arsenic they, they, they don't have arsenic roughly 40% yeah 39 40% samples are so safe. if you were to identify those sources from which those are taken and mm-hmm. then at a small scale create a supply exactly so what we have to do we have to make a team of geologist mm-hmm. we have to make a team of environmental scientists we have mm-hmm. to make a team of doctors mm-hmm. and then for example i am an economist i don't have much idea about the geology mm-hmm. so geologists can tell this is the aquifers is safe for that and therefore for this community let's supply source from there mm. because this is a truly interdisciplinary problem even as we are talking yeah, i can exactly, see there are so many exact, aspects exactly yeah so that is the one thing one one thing is missing thoroughly and then couple of uh, work is going on now in the last 5 6 years um, is there any is there any model of how arsenic cases can be dealt with 
in any other part of India or in any other country you mentioned yeah. Bangladesh yeah. so a couple of study has been done and this is the first kind of study in Bihar we are talking about the valuation and this and that mm. uh, prior to this there is one other study in have been uh, West Bengal and couple of study has been Bangladesh mm. despite of being worse affected by arsenic Bangladesh mitigation plan has been very successful mm. Uh, we should learn from bangladesh and we should also learn from some of the latin american countries mm. for example argentina is have done very good job on that mm. sweden some part of sweden have done a tremendous job on that mm. chile have done very good work on that mm. despite of severe problems you know problem in developing country is that like us mm. there are so many issues what is not taking seriously mm. like this study has been done on 7 years before mm. they nobody take water problem is serious mm. yeah that's as we were saying at the beginning that even though the effects are so massive it tends to be ignored perhaps because it is not quantified enough. i don't want to quote mm. but then one of the one of the bureaucrats one of the Top bureaucrats are dependent on water. Is a small problem for us. We have many other problems. Mm. We have to provide other things to the inhabitants. Water is a secondary issue for that. But now government is pumping money to, for example, recently government of Bihar came up with approach called Har Ghar Nal Ka Jal. Means mm. every household should be have ported a supply water by two zero two four. Hmm. that is a very good schemes as i initially told you schemes are good hmm. government schemes are always good mean to more welfare to the people but then it implementation is good hmm. governance is a big, big problem corruption is a big problem and that leads to the effectiveness uh, because it's a fundamental right it is a state subject and then it leads to human right it violates the human right no but i think it's also even now for instance delhi although delhi gets a lot of disproportionate attention mm-hmm. the air pollution issue in delhi mm-hmm. year after year it comes and it goes mm-hmm. but um, even though it's delhi it still is not taken seriously now mm-hmm. they they talk about lots of other things but they don't pay attention to that so it seems as though because implementation is also about commitment if i am really committed if i really understand how important this is the figures that you mentioned that mm-hmm. if i understand that i am saving 260 million rupees in two blocks and if i understand the human cost and if i care about the human cost then i suppose things will change right you know that's why i told you to make people aware mm. the moment people become more aware mm. half of your problems get automatically solved and so, i'm talking about half of your problems is half of the problem of the government yeah. because government are doing this measurement for welfare of the people yeah. and if it is not going to provide the safe source of drinking water it is a, a serious governance problems yeah. serious governance problems so and i would say not only do the sufferers need to be aware but the government also needs to be naturally, aware naturally naturally and that's where i think work like yours is very important that it should you know this kind of work has to not just come and go but you have to keep the pressure on you have to do on the continuum basis and especially the interdisciplinary team and then only yeah. you can have do some solution to the society Oh so thanks a lot for joining us today